a huge break in between the last episode we've had and now uh we are still the same old hosts here at today anything yep. can happen uh if you We're still tech yeah still tech uh if you are a veteran tech listener you already know the host but if you're new here my name is john and i'm liam yeah and uh we're we're the two fools that that talk into this platform <laughs> even though yeah we decided the internet needs more podcasts that's what it needs yeah <laughs> like from the last time we've done an episode and now i think i've i've seen like numerous people that i know from like school like high school but also college that have just started podcasts and i'm like if we ever decided to bring tack back at any point like the 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 market is so diluted at this point it's like Oh, yeah. Like, I, I talk to just random people, like, from school and from yeah. college, and they're like, oh, uh, you know, I'm starting to, I'm starting a soda-drinking uh, podcast and stuff. <laughs> it's, it's, they can cover anything nowadays. Yeah. Literally, like, it, it's just, it's crazy what the, how the podcast universe has really expanded. Like, not only before our, our like, uh, initial episode, but even between now and when we did our last episode, which was when, like... 2020 oh. peak covid it, yeah it's like the summer of 2020 if i remember correctly right. but the, the people don't know it there is a lost episode out there do you remember that the one with will N- well not the the one with will is a great original lost episode <laughs> but between the summer of 2020 and now we tried to bring it back oh once, you're right yes my computer died that like same week and like the audio files were shit so right right Yikes. We, so we have two lost episodes of Tack that the universe will never listen to. And, you know, to be yeah. honest, I don't know if the universe actually needs them, but, you know. The, the, the first one with Will, the universe okay, needs that, that, that was a lot was of a fun. One. That was a good and, one. And, like, there's a lot of weird historical facts, which, you know, yeah. we'll have to get them back at some point down the line, you know, way down the line. But the, the more recent one, I don't even remember what that was about. No clue. So, okay, for context, the one... Will is a friend of ours, uh, a good mm-hmm. lifelong friend. He is huge into history, so, Big um, like, you know, that kind of history nut, like, knows any really obscure history history fact. Like, we had a great episode with him. We were talking about, like, really famous, like, obscure wars, if I remember correctly. Like, yeah. obscure battles. The classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the Emu War, the War of the Bucket. Uh, and just yeah. some other, like, random historical figures that were really cool. Yeah, so, like, that was a cool episode just because, like, we basically just dove into his brain for, like, an hour. And yes. And it was really fun. But we'll do that again at some point. But the other episode that was lost was kind of what we're doing now, honestly. It's ju- it, it was just, like, an episode we haven't been on in a while after that COVID episode. And we were just saying, like, hey, we're back, like... Well, we're back, quote unquote. Yeah, we're back. That that worked out. Yeah. Um, I think we were just talking about like, what we were up to, which like we're gonna do now, but like <laughs> it was <laughs> it was like fall of twenty twenty or like spring twenty twenty one. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I think it's maybe spring twenty twenty one. That's where I wanna say it was. But uh, yeah. you know, a lot has happened since then, you know. The world has changed, we have changed. Yeah. Um, we we both graduated. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, exactly. that's probably the biggest thing. I don't really don't know where else to start other than like graduation has been the biggest thing because twenty twenty 
we were sophomores. Yes. So. Sophomores, like, barely getting into our real meat of our classes, you know? You know, we didn't know quite what we were going to get into. And then, you know, we had the meat of our classes. We survived it. And, (laughs) you know, it's now in the rearview mirror. Yeah. We're looking back on that. Well, we were home, right? So this was spring. Wait. So this was spring 2021, actually, because... Right? No, 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 no. I swear. Spring 2020 or spring 2021? 2021, I'm pretty certain. Well... When did because no the summer no, 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 no. Spring 2020 spring 20 oh my, the timeline is supposed to it was spring because it's covid 19 so covid came around at the end of 2019 that's why it's called covid 19 it's based on year so yeah the, but our our last episode was not the the covid episode it, if you remember correctly it was the one all that uh uh activism and protism about uh the the kill, cop killings and stuff. Wait, we have record that? of this. Can't we just look? <laughs> today, I, I'm just going to look up on our Spotify to anything can yeah, happen. Yeah, go ahead. Like, you fact check this. Yeah, this is this is easily accessible. July easily. July 2020. Yeah, so like the spring That's slash summer of 2020. Yep, summer of 2020 was when we ended. The, the, the comeback was the spring. It was like almost a full year. Yeah. After the original. Right. And now it is, you know, right. two, like, two, almost three years. Right. Yeah. Almost three years. Honestly, that's crazy. Wow. <laughs> no, so what has happened in the last three years? So, obviously, like you said, biggest thing we graduated. What did you get a yep. degree in, Liam? Uh, I got a very fancy degree, a uh, Bachelor's of Science in Mechanical Engineering. <laughs> So you got some you, BS and mechanical. Yeah, I got the BS. Did you get the BS or you got, got something B- else? No, I got the BS. I got BS. No BA. No, no BA. We're we're not BA people, Liam. This is why no, we have a podcast no, together. Because like, if you were BA, I would not do a podcast with you. <laughs> our our podcast. What would our podcast be if we were both arts people? Uh, today, nothing will happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> accurate and we just you know we just you know sit down just blank out and just whatever came across our head which isn't much different than what we do now but we would sit down and do paint by number projects and the only sounds you would hear are the sounds of our brushes against the canvas Ooh, an asmr painting podcast yes that'd be unique hey okay don't get me wrong though i have a huge respect for the arts i am quite the renaissance man myself uh i love writing and reading and doing art stuff so like yeah and 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 painting you know i got a piece of art in front of me right now even oh yes there you go (laughs) from yours truly the artist yeah he's had a he's had quite the growth in skills over this last couple of years dabbling in a little bit of everything yeah so what liam just uh kind of picked up was a uh a big canvas of planets and stars that i so i recently picked up spray paint art i i got this off tiktok i don't know if you've i know you're not on tiktok very oh no i'm not on tiktok grampy's not on tiktok no grandpa coffee's not on tiktok but um i go on it pretty often and there was this one dude who does like this really cool spray paint art it's really easy like if all you really have to do is you get just a blank canvas and a couple of bowls right mm. and like 
I just spray like good it. fine china. No, like really I, nice bowls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, only the finest china for this project. No, but like, just put the, um, you spray whatever color planets you want first, right? And then once you, they don't even have to be circles, cause like, once you do that, you just crumple up some newspapers. What I do, and then you just push down on it. That's how you get the texture on the planets there. Oh. And then you cover those spots with bowls to get the perfect shape of like the circle and then you spray black around everything and like yeah the paint paint's getting on the bowls but like that's why you get cheap bowls but it's kind of like reverse painting like it confused me at first i'm like how did they get that like perfect circle with like that texture without getting any black on it and then like yeah once i saw the videos i'm like oh they're like reverse painting it's like you do the the inside first and then you're getting the outside texture and it's like I thought it was a cool concept, but it's like, yeah, it takes cool. like five minutes, ten minutes to do if you have something to heat up. Because the first mistake I made on, I think I have one here, but like, you're not, you guys aren't going to be able to see it listening. But you see like the gold kind of broke through on the edge of the planet. So like, yeah, if you put the bowl on too soon, then it's going to stick to the wet paint. It's going to stick and that's going to like remove yeah. some paint. Yeah, and... exactly. So yeah. The, the dude I saw on TikTok, he uses a full-on blowtorch. To, to oh, that's cool. And I'm like, I don't want to buy a blowtorch, and I will probably light something on fire, because we all know I am horrible with fire. So. Yes, yes, you are. Um, like, the time we uh, almost lit my backyard on fire. Yeah, it, there's a, you know, we're at John's house. Uh, very nice, like, kind of fall evening, and... We had this uh, old, old Christmas tree. It, 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 you know, since it's fall, it's been around since last Christmas, like nine yeah. months. Dry as a bone. <laughs> Put it in the fire pit. Uh, it wasn't lighting. I, I think we added a little, uh, you know, gasoline and like some hay or some other stuff that we found yeah. around. Yeah. And, you know, finally it lit. And oh boy, did that thing go up. <laughs> and the worst part was, since it was fall, there was a bunch of dry leaves still on the trees. And it was licking them. It was touching all of them. Yeah, these flames were like, like caressing the dry leaves on the trees. It was like yeah, it it was problematic. Yeah, I have a surprise for you though, Liam. Yes, I have last year's Christmas tree still in the backyard. Last year's. <laughs> yep. Oh boy, we another one coming then. Yeah, we need to repeat this. The we leaves, do. the leaves are dry. The leaves. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't. We actually got rid of my fireplace. It's gone, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. I forgot about it's gone. that. Um, if anyone wants to buy a, like, 20-year-old playground that has, like, moldy <laughs> wood and rusted, like, monkey bars, uh, come to my house and pick it up. I'm selling it for $100. <laughs> Great. We've, we've become the podcast about Craigslist. We just air Craigslist ads now. You know, you have to come yourself. You have to bring the people to disassemble it. You have to yes. put it in your truck and you bring it home. And you still pay me. Yep. Cash. I'm only taking cash. Not Bitcoin? No. No. Oh, what a shame. Hey, I mean, I we got the thing for like over $1,000 probably originally. Yeah. So yeah. 100 bucks. it still stands. Like, you might get like tetanus or something. <laughs> but like, hey, you're probably gonna get a few splinters here and there. You might break an arm. You're probably not gonna make it up the 
the slide because it's probably gonna yeah. collapse in on itself. So your kid's gonna fall off the monkey bars and like break a couple of bones. Yeah, yeah. You're probably gonna like get. <laughs> you're probably gonna paralyze your kid, but hey, they're gonna have fun <laughs> in the process. So yeah, come get affordable a affordable <laughs> fun. Yeah, and at an affordable price. So come up, pick up a playground for a hundred bucks. It's yours. Uh, I'm not helping with the de- deassemble, so. Of course not. No. But yeah, so our our last like year and a half have been full of just picking up little small uh, tasks, little hobbies. You know, I I'm still still doing rocket stuff by myself. Like I'm trying to 3D print a rocket and get a license for that. You uh, get the fancy we, we government tried... job now. Oh, I got a fancy government job. Yep, that that was a hell to get. You know, like uh, it's it's technically contracting for a different company that then is contracting for the government so there's a couple steps that, between me and a government that seems job so, but like, i don't even know for lack of better terms that seems sus <laughs> oh it it's sus uh, especially you know i can't talk too much about it but i can say that my the what i'm working on is related to the u.s air force i'll say that and uh it, it, you know, it's it's very Ooh. sketchy. Let's just say who my team is, and uh, <laughs> I think you mean based. <laughs> so, uh, you're building jets. Uh, I'm building parts of jets, the parts that make them go, like air force or like space force. Oh, I wish Space Force. Uh, current contractor is just Air Force, technically, and, you know, Navy, because they also have the same jet. And, like, I, I work on making sure a very small part of uh, the engine on that jet, it, it makes sure that the design is all right, so that, you know, once they put it on the plane, it doesn't, like, burn up or, like, destroy itself and cost the government sick. another billion dollars or whatever. So, I think you would probably know this. I'm assuming you would know this, um, but the what we know now as the Space Force was, like, already a thing, right? Like, wasn't it the yes. United States Space Command, and weren't they, like, a sub-branch of the Air of Force? Of the Air Force, yeah. So, and then, like, it, they associated with a bit of NORAD and also a bit with, like, NASA, but they were under the Air Force for the longest time. So, like, what's... What are we benef- Why did they like have to make their own branch? Like, what's the benefit to that? So the the big thing Space Force is all about right now. The number one goal in NASA is GPS, and I, I for every nation in the whole world, if you have a GPS on your phone or like you know in your car, that is all thanks to the United States government because that <laughs> is the, the Space Force. Their whole thing is setting it up, and also making sure no one else messes with it. And that's really it. What about, like, so, like, even, like, third-party companies? Like, Apple has their own GPS app, right? So they have to work mm-hmm. with the government agencies to, like, get the act. Because, like, don't they have the little, like, beep-beep, like, little Apple cars and stuff that go around and track all the GPS stuff? Yeah, so, you know, they, they have Apple uh, Apple Maps, all right? It's its own software, and it's it has its own uh, user interface. But essentially, it is using the data from these government Space Force satellites. It's, it's not unique data just to Apple. But the part that is unique is, yes, yeah, sometimes they uh, monitor uh, your phones, you know, in the cars to know, like, oh, here's where traffic is and stuff. That's what 
uh, all these different GPS apps are doing to make them unique. It's not the actual GPS. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, that makes sense. Interesting. Hey, you learn something you new learn every something. day. Yeah. Today anything can happen. This is a great Today. learning exercise and... right now. <laughs> no, that's pretty cool. All right, so Liam, engineering degree, now working for yep. the Air Force, not as a military man, but as an yeah, engineer no, don't, don't, man. Don't word it that way. <laughs> Why do you word it that way? That sounds very stolen, Val. I don't like that. Yeah, no, you're not a, you're not an active military man by any means. No, there are very, very many separations between me and that. <laughs> well, I'm in a very different direction. Uh, no military oh, involvement yes. whatsoever. <laughs> but um, see, yeah, I'm working on the hurting. I guess you're working on the healing. Yeah, the healing, the healing. You could say. Um, studying for both the... pay really well. You know, yeah. either extreme. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No matter what you're doing nowadays, you can you can find some good paychecks anywhere. But, uh, um, yeah, after this uh, neuroscience degree, I'm now studying for the uh, Grand Old MCAT, the medical Classic. college admissions test. <laughs> yeah, it's just the MCAS, but a little bit harder, I what? think. You and so many people <laughs> say it wrong, MCAT. Not MCAS. No, it's it's just like the MCAS. I said, oh, like you know, oh, oh. In, in, <laughs> okay, in well. elementary school, it's a, it's just like that, but a little harder. No, okay, sorry, because my, I tell my mom like I'm gonna go study for the MCAT, and she's like, "How's the MCAS studying going?" I'm like, "It's not MCAS." <laughs> she's, she calls it MCAS like every time she talks about you it. You know, us Massachusetts people, it's just wired into us. Yeah, no, that's why, like, I just, every time she says it, I get, like, PTSD to the actual MCAS, which, if you're not from Massachusetts, from, like, what, third or fourth grade to, like, junior year of high school, we've had yeah. this, like, standardized state testing called the MCAS, which sounds very similar to the MCAT, so, like, it's understandable that some people, like, my mom say it wrong, but it's, like... In my brain, it goes like, like chimp mode. I'm just like ah, no. Yeah, just like no. Not not the, not the classic as we all used to say the the Massachusetts child abuse system the yeah. MCAS. The MCAS. <laughs> that that that's a classic throwback. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's a, a hefty seven hour exam. You. Um, that's longer than. All my exams I've had, like, the last year of my college together, I think. Yeah. That's longer, for it, sure. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a tough one, you know. It takes a, it takes a wee bit of time. Uh, How long have you been studying it for? For it, like, ugh. weeks, days, hours, months? I mean, total, total, like, throughout total. my life. In your life. Over a year now. <laughs> But there's a reason for that. Like, I, I haven't made a schedule study plan to be a year. It's just, like, I actually planned on taking it last April. Um, While you are still in college? Yeah. So, like, I studied throughout my entire senior year. Um, mm -hmm. And then, like, I registered for April. And, you know, like, what's the month before April? March? Is it March? Yeah, yeah, March. Yeah, March. It's so, March. Around March time, I'm taking like practice tests, right? And like I'm doing okay. Like I'm getting te I'm getting scores that like ideally I would be okay with, not like as like over the moon about, but like 
you yeah. know, I'll get into some med schools with that score. So, like, I'm happy. And these are with, like, third-party tests, which, which I thought were reliable. And then, like, I took an actual practice test from AAMC, which is, like, the committee that makes the MCAT. They, they oh. have four unique practice tests that are probably the closest, like, actual simulation you'll get to the actual test. And I Makes took, sense. It's I, from them. Yeah, I took the first one, and I'm, like, a, almost 10 points lower than the other practice tests I've been doing. And in my mind... Is that bad? Yeah, that's... Like, o- I, I can't... That's, what's a 10 point on the scale? Like, is it a 100 points? Okay, okay, like... Just to draw an equivalent, like, uh, I don't know, like an analogy for you or something. I don't know, like, yeah. 10 points is a lot. Like, it's a lot. That's like going from, like, talking about normal grades in college, that's like going from an A to, like, a D. Like, Ooh, Jesus. Yeah, no, okay, maybe that's a little exaggerated. Maybe it's from, like, an A to, like, a B minus. But, like, it, it's a big jump, dude. Like, mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to say the specific scores because, like, I think of talk, talking about it is like uh, just spreads more toxicity and like the already toxic pre-medical vibes, you know, that we're like trying to destroy these walls of toxicity and like competitiveness. Oh, yeah. But like, I think talking about scores kind of adds to that stresses people out. So I'm not going to say my scores, but it regardless, like almost 10 point drop. And that's like wild to me. Cause I'm like, I thought these third party practice tests would be like a little more accurate yeah. than that. Um, and it's not like I scored once really well on a practice test. Like I was getting consistent around the same number and then I take like this AAMC one and it blew my mind because like I've been told by many people that these are actually easier and it's real. It's weird because in theory, I actually did get more questions right than I did on other practice tests, but my score dropped. So like Ooh, I don't know how this. I, I think it's the scaling. Yeah, I think the scaling mm. is what's different, and I don't know if it's like that scale was like individual to that exam or what whatnot. But like either way, in the moment, like late March, I'm close to the test. I'm like freaking out. I'm like, f it at this point. I like, I didn't have like that. I didn't have my mind that extremely set on like applying to med school that year like i was going through the process like my personal statement was done you know i had my letters of recommendation i had an application ready but like i didn't mind pushing it back because like i'd rather have like a really like solid mcat score and like apply confidently you know than to like apply half-assed so like i pushed it back so in theory to answer your question going back (laughs) i've been technically studying for over a year but like jeez after that time that i like decided i'm gonna push it i stopped studying so from like last march to like what august maybe i haven't Mm. studied like i wasn't studying at all like i just took a break i was like i'll worry about this later like when i'm done with school and i graduate then i'll go back you know after a little break so right now is like when i've been kind of getting back into like the big you know i'm in like the deep end of it now um yeah hopping back on the studying like multiple hours a day type thing oh dude like 
over six hours a day. That's like a that's a light that's day. Crazy. Six hours is a light day. <laughs> but I'd go crazy with that. I could never study anything for six hours a day repeatedly. I I just mm-mm. registration for the exam opens Monday, so the date is about to be settled in. But I think uh, I think I'm the registration at... for like this year or like yeah like, how, how far like. Oh shit! Well, no, 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 no. It's uh, it's like next. It's March. So like March twenty twenty three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I I still have like over four months to study, um, which is like a lot. But I wanted to register for February, but they don't offer dates in February, which is like really. <laughs> I don't know what the deal with that is, but like you know. I don't know. February is a cursed month. I've never liked it, so that that's why they want to save you from that. Yeah, I mean, it was tough for me to, like, think about, like, all right, do I go with January or do I go with March? Because, like, ideally, February would be the best month. But, I don't know, like, January pros is, like, I'm not overstudying, but, like, Mm -hmm. I now have, I have, like, the holiday season pretty close and stuff like that. So, like, I know the holiday season is going to get chaotic. Yeah, so it's going to be chaotic. You're going to lose time studying. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree. March is a better choice than yeah. January in that situation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's where I'm at right now. Just studying. Working a couple jobs. Just studying. You know, same old, same old. So, so, officially a gap year, you'd call it? Yeah, like an official gap year and then... Like a gap year and then like an application year. Mm-hmm. So, it's like a... You know, we'll see. Go with the wind. Interesting see what happens yeah well yeah that, that was essentially our both of our professional slash academic lives i <laughs> i have no interest in continuing schooling for a long long while <laughs> good luck with you having another what like six eight years down the line or something six to eight dude i wish try 12 <laughs> okay there you go see that's what i'm saying how I'm a man who loves school. I could not put myself through 12 I love years. learning, dude. I'm an academic. I love learning, but there's a difference between learning and school. All right, that's fair. I don't know. Wait, no. Is there? Because, like... Yeah, like... What is school? school? Is... Define school. School is a regimental system in which knowledge is trying to be forced onto you. Learning is something you do, like, you kind of wander, you figure out new things, you fail, but there's no consequences for failing other than learning what to do better next time. School, you fail, there's problems. I they, like... they don't have a system where it's like, you know, if you fail, sure, it's not good, but you won't be financially or, like, mentally punished by it. I, I kind of disagree with some of your definition because, like, forced might be a strong word because like technically no one's forcing me to go to med school like this is my choice you know so it's like yes. it's like i if i'm going i should want it so like i think maybe i guess i would agree with your definition for like high school and elementary school because like that's like that's like low-key kind of force you know like society expect, oh yeah ex- ooh, excuse me expects you to nice like, one i'm like yeah society kind of <laughs> expects you to like go finish the basic you know fundamentals of getting your high school diploma that's like kind of forced college grad especially grad school when it gets to grad school if you're going to grad school of any capacity that's not forced at all like i i would not call that so like 
now here comes the question do we take grad school out of the definition of school <laughs> that that's a good question right there because uh, it's not forced but like i would kind of agree that well, like elementary school is forced gra- i don't know it's forced if you like money and i like money so therefore <laughs> it's forced so you're gonna go to grad school if your job pays for it yes Especially, like, that, that is the dream right now, you know. My job, either I work my, my way up in it, or, you know, I go horizontal to a similar job that would pay for a master's degree way down the line. Not now. I don't want it now. Yeah. I've had enough school for a while. But down the line, get it, and then roll in it, you know, all that money. If you go to grad school, would they... I'm not going to reveal what state you live and work in, but, like, would they pay to, for you to go to, like, the state school in which the state you live or work? Because, like, those are separate for you oh, it's, it's anywhere. It, like, it, uh, for example, uh, I know a similar company to mine that, that does do this. Uh, in the state I work, pays for two technical institutes in the state I live. So, like, you could go to those for free thanks to that job. So, essentially, it really depends on the company, but it could be anywhere. They also could just give you kind of, like, a blank check, like, hey, here's 7,000 or whatever in tuition reimbursement per semester, you know, go wherever you want. Oh, okay. So, you don't, do you know if your company is one of those, like, go wherever you want people or, like, we're going to tell you From my understanding, it's a tuition reimbursement type thing where it's, like, you spend your money somewhere, they'll give it to you, but it's, like, very small. It's, like, maybe 6000 a semester, oh. and that's not enough for uh, <laughs> any type of master's in engineering no. anywhere. No. No. Yikes. So, do you, you don't have to say what schools, but, like, do you have an idea of, like, where you would go if they gave you that option? Yeah, so, like, I'll say the schools. Uh, ideally, you know, I, I know this is weird, but my my whole life I, my family's like kind of idolized Notre Dame out in Indiana that's like Ooh, they're, yeah. they're the big thing where it's like you I know, know you're a fighting we, Irish we, fan yeah I'm a big fighting Irish fan and they're like as a, as a family the coffees were always like hey you know if we ever get a kid to go to that school we've we've succeeded as a family so far <laughs> no one has from my direct line of coffees so I'd love to go there and do that that is gonna be extremely hard. But, you know, I could, I'm fine with going to, like, uh, anywhere else. Uh, there's uh, RPI, WPI, also pretty prestigious, great yeah. engineering schools. So, I'm not picky, really. Can you dive just, into the uh, family obsession yeah. of Notre Dame? Because, like, I've known that you were, your family's huge on that, but, like, I've never understood why. So, uh, last name coffee, extremely Irish. And, uh, so, I'll ask you the question. Do you know where uh, uh, the Fighting Irish name came from, by chance? No idea, other than, like, the fact that the logo is, like... Or the mascot's, like, a leprechaun. That's really... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so, like, way back in the day... Uh, like, this is the 1920s. This is where the tradition really started. Uh, my family s- saw uh, how the school got their, uh, their, their title, the Fighting Irish. And the way they did that, uh, a certain... A uh, very racist group that wears spooky ghost outfits went up to South Bend, uh, Indiana, and you know, uh, along with hating like all other like races and stuff, they also really did not like the Catholics. 
not those dirty Irish Catholics that drink. So they went up there and they wanted to scare away, you know, the Catholic students up there. And uh, the the kids from Notre Dame got out of their classes and literally just beat them all up. So uh, that wow. is where the family obsession came from. And they're like, yep, we're going, we need to send someone there. That's it. That's literally. That's where the name came from. Like for real. That's where the name came from. For real. Wow. That fighting Irish. <laughs> oh my gosh. You learn. You learn more than one thing every day. I guess. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, Liam, I hope. I hope you get into Notre Dame one day. I think that would be really special for you to fulfill that family dream of. Yeah. Going to Notre Dame. Um, I think I'm, I might be a plant. They have a medical school, right? I'm oh, yeah. They, yeah. They're, they're mostly known for medical and, like, law. Engineering's kind of, like, a, a, a tertiary or, okay. you know, it's kind of, like, not as high. But, like, med and law are the big ones. I'm pretty sure that school's on my list. So if I end up going, your whole family's invited. <laughs> Please, yes. They would love that. I will warn you, from what I know, like, you know, it is just a cornfield. And then a, a campus. Like, That's what I want. You, you got dude. Chicago kind of near you. But other than that, <laughs> it's nothing out there. It's flat as a pancake. You're in the middle of nowhere. I like that. That's my vibe. I love cornfields, you know? <laughs> no, but, no like I know a it's a true Western school. mass boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Flannels and cornfields. <laughs> no, but uh, it's a, I've heard great things about that school. Beautiful campus. Mm. Great reputation, good football team, so. Yes. Um, good, but not this year. Yeah, not this year. Um, not this year, fuck this I would year. love to go to a school where, like, football is, like, a big sport. Yes. Because I know y- you, your school had a football team. My school didn't have a football team, period. Like, GW. That's absurd. GW, not even, like, a D3? No, nothing. GW had no football team. I think we might have had one, like, Way back in the day, maybe, but like basketball has always been like our sport. Like, yeah, that's UMass always faces you in basketball, and that one's yeah. always close. Yeah, that's like that's the sport we make money off of. That's like the sport that we advertise when like new students come to like you know scout our school. So, but we it's funny because we actually like sell t shirts or sweatshirts in our gift shop. That says like GW football or something like that, but we don't no. have a team. Yeah, no, that's it's, so stupid. It's a joke. It's like an ongoing joke, but like, um, yeah, it's like, and I think on the back of the shirt it says like undefeated since like eighteen twenty six. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. clever. Yeah, so but I I definitely agree with your sentiment. To go to a college that has like an actual like football like heritage would be great. Yeah, like you. Those people, especially down south in the SEC, that's crazy. Every Saturday, like almost like a hundred thousand or more people crammed into these stadiums. It is loud as yeah. hell. And well, you know, going to UMass. It, in case you don't follow college football, UMass is literally the worst team in all of college football. D one, like <laughs> hands down. They're D one. Possibly sometimes. Yeah, we're D one. What? Like we we played Notre Dame, for example, and other like colleges like that. Never have we, like, won anything. Our, the only team that rivals us in how bad they are is UConn. But uh, <laughs> the, the one thing, like, I, we have, uh, you know, 
roommate of mine, Rob, and a bunch of other people I know, yeah. the UMass marching band. Our marching band is great. They are fun. They're a lot of, you know, they're, they're enjoying themselves out there. Yeah. And I always think to myself, how nice would it be if they had a football team to back them up? Like an actual football team where, you know, doing this marching band stuff matters because there's people there in the stands to watch. And, you know, it's an actual live, like people are having fun and it's, they're going crazy instead of just like, you know, a handful of people on some cold bleachers knowing that yeah. UMass is going to lose. That's, wait, that's actually crazy that you guys are D1. I always thought you guys were like D3, like at we should be. best. Because like, to be honest, there was a point I thought you guys were like just an intramural sport, like <laughs> not even in a division. Just, like, just it, it, We play like that. Yeah. That's crazy to me. So like. You guys actually play, like, all those, like, big, famous, like, football schools and stuff like that? Yeah, we one time played Clemson, and that that was wow. a big deal. But, uh, you know, mostly our schedule is nobodies. Uh, this year, the the big game on the schedule was uh, Liberty, uh, a very conservative oh, wow, school yeah. down south. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, they, they came up here, and oh my goodness, there were protests, and oh, that, it was boy. very interesting. I went to that game. Oh, boy. Oh, is that the game? Where you had, like, the super burnt hot dog? Yes. Uh, you know, I go to the concession stand. It's right before it's closing. I'm like, you know, one of your finest hot dogs. <laughs> and they give it to me. It's all wrapped up in tinfoil. I'm like, all right, you know, five bucks is five bucks. Sit back down in my chair. I look at it. It is pitch black. And I don't mean, like, oh, it's a little burnt on the outside. Aww. It's solid all the way through black. And, like, you know, I'm hungry. This is my whole supper. I bonch, you know, munch down on it. A photo gets taken of it, and it's it's pretty uh, infamous. Yeah, like, if I think we're going to be setting up a Twitter for our podcast in the near future, so we will be posting yes. this hot dog picture on the Twitter. <laughs> because yes. it's just, it's so epic how, like, this is literally a piece of charcoal that you're putting in your mouth. It's not even a hot dog yes. at this point. Like, like my body was like, please do not put this in me. But my stomach was like, yes. <laughs> it was absurdly burnt, dude. It was like, how are you even eating that? You're going to get some, like, power. really rare disease from eating this burnt. You're going to get, like, burnt hot dog-itis or something, dude. Like, <laughs> it, there the Liam so Pox. Health, yeah, there's so many health concerns with this hot dog that you ate. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Hey, or you could look at it the other way. I'm like immune to stuff now, you know? I I, I, I just have a tolerance. I don't think burnt don't hot think dogs give you it's like, like antibodies. Bro. Yeah, it's like a vaccine, you know? You get it in your body, your body <laughs> fights it, and then it knows what to do next time it comes into you. All right, you can keep thinking that, but <laughs> anyway, so that that's what we've been up to. <laughs> yeah. Um, we do want to take a little bit of time. Um, to talk about the direction of this podcast because believe it or not we're not going to just be talking about our lives for <laughs> yeah we for won't the, just keep recapping stuff for the next yeah. like you know a couple of months yeah um so there the uh i had the main kind of motivation i guess you could say that brought tack back to life um me and Liam and I were just talking about, like, general life stuff, as we do, you know, yeah. as good friends do. You just kind of chat about... We chat and ponder. Yeah. Reflect, as one would say. Um, but we started talking about this 
unspoken kind of period in life and it's kind of the point that we're at now um in some ways because you know we just graduated college and like to preface this like period that we're going to talk about in our life is different for everybody it's like not yeah because like not everyone it's goes not to monolithic college. yeah not everyone goes to college not everyone gets a job right away you know so it's different but it's definitely a time in our life that is really not talked about nor is it really fantasized or romanticized in film or media um and when you're kind of left in this moment it kind of leaves you feeling a little isolated i think oh definitely might be a good way to describe it because it's like you're kind of feeling like am i doing the right thing am i making the right decisions am i moving too fast in life or too slow am i moving too slow you know and then you start comparing yourself to others and stuff yeah it you know it's a very transition period you know coming out of college and you know into the workforce you know into your adult life becoming the adult you yeah i uh i kind of came up with i'm gonna trademark this but (laughs) i kind of came up with a term for this period in life just so we can have like a label on it because for the next few episodes, or, like, for a while, we're going to be talking about this, like, different aspects of this time period in our life, um, since we're experiencing it now. Um, we're going to be calling it life's intermission, as in, like, the intermission of a play. Like, yeah, that point when Act 1 is finished and you're going to go get a snack or go get a fresh of breath air or go to the bathroom, you know. The point where you're waiting for Act 2, basically, to come around. And... Mm-hmm. In our definition of life's intermission, Act 1 would be, like, basically childhood plus young adulthood. You know, like, before you basically get a career lined up, almost. You could have a job, but not a full career. Full career, or even, like, a family, per se. You know, you're still kind of on your own. You're in that, like, finding yourself kind of era. Um, Whether that be, I just finished high school, and now... It's like, do I go to college or do I find a job? Um, or maybe you just graduated college and you went to college right away after high school and your your life kind of felt planned. And like, now you're done with college and you're trying to find a full-time job and it's like, the struggle is there. Like, it doesn't always come right away. Or maybe you just got a job, but you're still mm. exploring what meaning you're trying or purpose you're trying to find in your life, you know, like... That yeah. period in young, young, uh, like just above young adulthood where you're really transitioning. And that's why I think l- like life's intermission is the best word or label to put on it because you're really not going into act two yet. You're really not in no. that like adult life. You're, you're still like, y- the only dependent you have is really yourself. You don't have other people to about you know you have other people to worry about you have friends Mm -hmm. you have family you have pets you have whatever but in terms of like actual dependency you don't have you know a sick maybe you don't have a significant other yet maybe you don't have kids yet so it's just like you're just kind of finding your own path and like this this isn't really talked about all too much i don't know no do you want to talk about more about that your point liam you hear a lot about, like, uh, early childhood or, like, high school, college, etc. Or you hear about, like, you know, your your 
mid to early career part, but it, there's very little talked about like getting the, the in between of those two things. And you know, I, we want to talk about what your life is like after you finished your education, uh, what what you sh- are doing, what you should be doing, how you feel about yourself, like uh, a lot of the mental aspects of your position you're in. Uh, we'll talk about keeping in touch with people you know, going on adventures, having a community, what does a community mean, and like also mm-hmm. like all aspects of trying to get a job and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's just like just talking about this like life compass, you know, like mm. finding direction and like it's not gonna look the same for everybody because No. You know, everyone's story is different and that's like what makes the human experience like a really special thing, you know? Yeah. Um Some people might not have an intermission and some people yeah. might have very long intermissions or very short ones. It's yeah. It's, it, it, you know, and all we can do is look upon our own intermission yeah. and then like kind of talk about that and then also kind of speculate like, hey, here's how you know we think other people feel. Here, how do you feel? I feel this way about that. Yeah. And, it's, you know, that's why we wanted to talk about it on the podcast. Exactly, especially since there's so many, there's so much media. I'll just say like media as a general term, whether that be books, movies, TV shows, just social media in general. Like, there's so much media on like coming of age. You know, like, a, a, like primary adulthood, I would say, you know, um, finding, finding, uh, love, I guess, but mm. there are s- not enough stories, if at all, like what we've been describing as life's intermission. And like, I think it's so important to have something to connect to to hear another person talk about this because like it just helps in that process to hear someone say it and it's just even for like us i think talking about it you know it's it like we're not the only ones going through it exactly it's just having that like that connection of like you're not alone and like this is a normal human experience to have and we need to start like recognizing that more because like you know college is becoming a more normalized thing and like maybe that's not a good thing but it's something that's happening so it's not like an avoidable thing at this point which is like somewhat unfortunate but you know the way that society has framed college there's gonna end up being a lot of people that come out of college that get lost and yes they don't know what to do with themselves. Yeah. You know, that many times they kind of had, the, like you said, a very regimented, planned out life until all of a sudden they're dropped. And, you know, it's like, yeah. what What do I do now? And and we're by no means, we're not experts on this topic. No. But we're living. We're not sociologists. We're not psychologists. No. We're not philosophers. We're two dudes living. We're just living the experience. And I think that can be really valuable, if not the most valuable thing to listen to is people going through the experience rather than quote-unquote a specialist talking about the experience that they may have studied but didn't live themselves so you know i think you know for us to talk about this in this capacity hopefully can provide some perspective for some people you know i don't know Mm. we'll see but i think this would be a unique direction to take tack because you know today anything can happen 
Uh, especially, especially in life's intermission, I guess you could say anything can truly happen. Yeah. So that's kind of like our, our roadmap for the foreseeable like future. We're going to have like a good chunk of uh podcast coming out. We're going to try to do it a little bit more regularly. You know, we're trying still a- a- every, uh, every week we're going to try to record on Thursdays. We'll see what happens. You know, we're both bu- busy people, but, uh, we're trying to get that regular and we're going to, you know, have a plan going forward. We're going to really focus in on this, give us a full in-depth analysis of life's intermission. Yep. It's going to be good. I'm I'm really excited to get back into this because this is definitely, this was a grounding experience, I think, for me personally, like when we did TAC before, back in 2020 and beyond, or before that, you know, like just yeah. having a, a structured time to... Uh, talk about things other than work <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know here we are we're bringing it back so it's back it's official right now yeah anyway i think uh this might be a good note maybe to end on um yes i know i, I agree i know before if i'm not mistaken we did recommendations. Yes. And I yes, think we, we should continue that tradition. <laughs> I agree. In light of uh, Tack coming back. So I don't know. I don't really have a planned recommendation, so I kind of have to think about this. But Liam, do you have anything off the top of your head? I, I do. Uh, a song which randomly came on uh, my my playlist today. Uh, do you happen to know The Highwayman by The Highwaymen? No. So, it's got Willie Nelson. It's oh. got Johnny Cash. It's what? got Chris Christopherson. It's got another guy who I forgot. But it's like all these kind of old-timey, country-folky people, which normally isn't my music. But it came on. It is a great song. It is a short, like, three-minute song. And it, I, I, I don't know. It's a very optimistic song. It's about just, like, uh, humanity, uh, the different phases of it, and just... Ends on optimistic note, you know, we're we're heading to the stars. That is quite the combination. Johnny Cash and Willie yes. Nelson. <laughs> it is amazing. I don't know how I just found out about it, but that's my recommendation. Interesting, okay. Nice, nice. I like that recommendation. Um, I guess one thing I will recommend um, that I just got back into, but records like vinyl records are making a comeback i don't know if anyone has like seen this but like it's been a comeback for years john you're not new you you're not the only one okay and do you even have a record player i do that's what i was about to say i just you got, got one now i just got one like finally no longer a poser i was i'm so <laughs> happy for you john dude i was jamming the other day to uh some eagles and uh some like really old music as well. <laughs> um, All that free music you got? Yeah. Well, no, I got a couple records. I I bought uh, you know, the famous Queen albums. I got a day at yes, a night at the opera and a day at the races. So, um, I got the album uh from Creedence Clearwater Revival, the album that has "Have You Ever Seen the Rain?" Right, like the best oh. song. Every song on the album of the record I got this is a mind you, this is not a used album. Like I got this brand new, the rapper's still on it. I open mm-hmm. it, I put it in. 
of course, just for that song. That's the only song I care about in this album. But I'm listening to the whole thing, so I start at the beginning. It finally gets to Have You Seen the Have You Ever Seen the Rain? And there's a there's an effing scratch in the record. And no. it doesn't play correctly. It's like jumping the song. It sounds slightly out of tune. Like I am furious. <laughs> that is tragic. Literally the one song I bought this album for and it doesn't work. And I'm just like I wanted to just snap the record and throw it away. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what, whatever. But anyway, my recommendation is not that album. It's just get a record play. <laughs> like, just, I, I was talking to my cousin. Um, shout out to my cousin Al. I was talking to him the, the other day about records. And like, I think a point he brought up that I think is kind of important about records is like, just like owning the piece of music is like mm. it's a special thing in and of itself you know like it's being physical. able to hold the record and be like i own a piece of music from someone like an artist that i love or like i own a yeah. particular song that i love you know it's like just like holding it is it feels so much more different than like pulling up your phone and like oh, playing agreed. spotify or like pandora or apple music you know it's like that feels so distant from the music. It's like you're still connected to the sound, but like touching the record and putting it in the player and like watching it turn and produce that sound is such a different life changing experience. And the cover art. I that's one of the yes. things I love album cover art and the little picture on your phone doesn't do justice. No. Like if I had, you know, on my own place, sadly I don't right now, I would put album covers just on the walls. Oh yeah. Uh, that would be me. A hundred percent. That's definitely something I'm going to do. Like, go to, like, a thrift store or something and get, like, used albums so you're not, like, hanging up $60 yes. album covers. But, like, you know, just have a wall of albums. That would be sick. But, yeah, th that's my recommendation. If you haven't, you can get them pretty cheap on Amazon. Like, um, oh, yeah. Victrola or whatever, the, the brand I got, like, they're a really old brand, but they sell, like, the suitcase vinyl record players you know like yeah, the, the classics ones. i like yeah, those. yeah, yeah. They, they're like 40 50 bucks on amazon they're like not that expensive i mean like i don't know Some have you uh, crazy. have you ever seen the little like volkswagen bus record player i have not so like unlike a normal record player that like holds the thing and like spins the record itself it's a little bus that you put on the physical record and it drives around that's so playing cool. it like that with a little needle on it I, I think it cool. does cost a lot of money, but I saw that on Amazon and I was like, oh, that looks interesting. So where would you like put the record? You, you just kind of put the record on a nice table, but like something that, you know, it won't get like crushed on and you just put it, the bus on it. it, it yeah. So like the, the bus has, I'm assuming an internal speaker as well. <laughs> yes. The bus has an internal speaker. That's pretty it, so. cool. All right. I'll have to look that up. I just like, I'm not going to buy it, but like, I want to no. see this happen <laughs> Exactly. That's pretty cool. Alright, well, those are our recs for the week. Um, yep. I, I think I speak for both of us when I say we're really excited to uh, have TAC back. Um, Very. It's just going to be, uh, you know, something nice to uh, do every once in a while. We'll, uh, even if no one listens. <laughs> <laughs> just we'll us, just... occasionally a family member or friend. Yeah, that, yeah, That's fine with me. Yeah, I'm sure one of my cousins are like, you know... 
like one friend will listen every now and then but yeah or those those people in germany that uh you know spotify says they're listening that's always fun oh yeah we have some international fans so shout out to our friends in germany <laughs> yeah <laughs> spread the word please if you're listening internationally uh please spread the word about us we would love to uh go global we'll do a tag tour you know i don't think that's happening <laughs> <laughs> we'll go from country to country touring and promoting you know these are dreams dreams that'll never happen but yep anyway but dreams can happen as long as you remember that today anything can anything happen can happen <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thanks for listening as always uh we'll catch you next week with some more tech